This is the Drunk Under Twilight Podcast. Welcome to episode number three of season number two. Today is going to be a little different from our usual routine. Let's start by saying that I'm taking a little break off of social media. So when this post reaches you through my social media platforms, it'll be a few days after I've already posted. But that's not why this episode is different. It's because I won't be reciting any poetry today. Today I'm reading an article from my personal blog, one that I couldn't help but share. In case you'd like to read as you listen, make sure to go to my Instagram and click on my website link. Oh, I almost forgot to introduce the article name to you. It's called Panic Attack. I think I've spoken a little too much for an intro, so let's get right into this blog post. Yesterday night was gruesome, and I had a dream that turned ugly shades of dark and manifested to a nightmare. I was struggling to sleep, and sudden thoughts of insecurity blanketed my body. The air conditioning wasn't as cold as the shivers that ran down my spine. I tried. I really tried to keep my eyes closed and let the night sky allow me to dream of sleep. I really did. But the corners of my eyes started betraying me. Little traitors were they for letting tears slip out of them. So I did the only logical thing I could possibly think of at the moment. Cry. It's not like I had a choice. When your soul is dark and the night is too, there can be slip-ups and this was one. I cried myself to sleep every night when I was a teenager. I thought it was a phase and would pass and I'd be alright, but it hardly did. As I cried as quietly as I could, my heart hurt because I felt like I couldn't even cry out loud. It felt like I was restrained within limits that were impossible, but nonetheless I made them possible. I felt myself getting anxious and I feared I would have a panic attack. I hadn't had one in years because I bottled my emotions so well too well, if I may give myself credit. But something about yesterday's moon struck a chord in me. Somehow, I felt so connected and yet so detached from her. If I had the choice and facilities, I'd leave every time I felt my thoughts crowding me, suffocating me and making me feel claustrophobic in my own skin. But I don't. So no escape but the only way I know. Crying. down and feasting on my insecurities, I fell asleep into the calmer side of the night. All things good don't last though, they shatter and your smile will falter. Insane as it sounds, my sleep was torn apart by visuals of people I thought I'd never have to see. I was curled up near the feet of someone who let me go for another. Not a romantic story, but a friendship and Sounds a little like the plot of Wuthering Heights minus the romance, don't you think? As I curled up near their feet, I refused to breathe for what if they leave again? I couldn't let my heart.
I chatter over that feeling again. And let me tell you, when you lose a friend, it hurts so much. I felt my heartstrings breaking and the shock made me cry yet again. I couldn't let it out loud. I was quiet for I didn't want anyone to see how utterly broken I was. How utterly they broke me. Maybe that's why I refuse to fall in love. If friendship breaking can bring me to dust, love would make me disappear into Neverland. So I simply laid there next to their feet, not moving, simply letting myself bask in their familiar presence. Suddenly I realized there was someone else next to them. Slowly looking at their face, I saw the person they chose over me. Panic spread like wildfire. And dry branch was I, I simply caught on fire. My breathing started getting uneven, and I let out a cry loud enough to wake the two souls I was watching. Their eyes strained on me, one filled with hatred and jealousy, while the other was filled with worry. My heart was beating so fast, and I was sweating like never before. My fingers started curling into an uneven fist as my somewhat long nails pierced my palm. It was unbelievable, I was having a panic attack, but what was more interesting was the fact that it was happening in my dream, or rather nightmare. I tried to snap out of it, but it all felt too real, too real that I was gasping for air. One out of the two ran towards me, the one who knew me the most, and yet disregarded me like a falling feather. They tried to calm me down, made me count and think of colors, and the others sat there watching me suffer that I saw the guilt that blazed their eyes. I simply couldn't snap out of it. The alarm that rang at 5.30 a.m. was what woke me from that terrible trance. I was shaking like a leaf while the April heat was evident in the room. I had to make a run for the bathroom and I did. Locking myself up as the almost white light of the bathroom bulb was blinding my vision and streaks after streaks of hot tears left my eyes. Staggering, I realized some people leave for us to move on, for the better. It hurt like never before, a splitting pain rummaging my heart for anything that remained. There was so much left, but I felt so hollow that I had to burrow back into the caverns from which my tears had leaked out. another four or five years without panic attacks kicking in. Or maybe I'm wrong in all the right ways. If you like my article, then don't forget to add my podcast to your list of favorites. And maybe subscribe to my blog as well. On that note, my sophomore book, Winter Marmalade, is out now on Amazon and the Notion Press Store. If you'd like to purchase a copy, please visit my Instagram, samyukta.presenin, where you can find the links in my bio. Until next time!